Hey, you're listening to Evergreen, a storytelling podcast. I'm Caleb, and I'm an audio engineer. And this is Mitchell. And I'm a journalist. Here at Evergreen, our listeners choose the prompts, our guests write the stories, and then we bring them to life. And today, we have Reddit and Instagram sensation, RarelyFunny.Writes. His topics were a torrential downpour, an old stadium, and a crystal ball. And stay tuned after the story for our interview about the storyteller's writing process. So prepare yourself for another audio adventure. This is Rarely Funny's Torrential Downpour. mistake even before I hit the water. You may say there's not much you can think about during a 20-foot plunge. That is mostly true. There are only three, four seconds tops of airtime before physics takes over. And that's why I didn't dwell on the lady up above. Her tears mixing in with the rain as she screamed. Nor did I think about how her, her, her car had skidded mere feet away from me before it slammed into the sides of the bridges and neatly ejected her daughter out, out into the raging river below. I certainly didn't fret about how long it would have taken for emergency services to arrive. Come on, hold on, there. God, with half the county flooding today, the answer was simple. Too long. I only thought about how I hadn't trained enough. I slipped into the currents like like a knife into butter. My arms were straight, my core flexed, my legs ready to kick. I managed that much out of pure muscle memory. The intrusive beat of a million raindrops gave way to a muted din as, as the waters welcomed me. But I wasn't alone for long. Coach Marvin's voice. His voice rang in my head. <laughs> he was just as gruff as he was all those years ago. You call that form? You think you could win with that? Have you been slacking off again, Dylan? When was the last time you took this seriously? Sorry, Coach. There was, there was barely enough light to see, so I pushed to the top. Then, the yellow flash out of the corner of my eye, bobbing up and down as it streamed away. I couldn't tell if the kid was conscious or not. Hold on! But it was a good sign that at least she wasn't submerged. I dove back under the surface, kicking as hard as I could. My lungs burned, a clear sign that I was simply too old for this. Slow! Too slow! Damn it, Dylan! The finals are next month! How do you expect to make the team if you aren't working for it? Sorry, Coach. The kid was a fighter. She'd been in the frigid waters for more than a minute, but she was still struggling to keep afloat. She even managed to get a good kick in. I grunted, 
and cupped my hand around her chin and propped up her back with my knee. There was no luxury of time to explain that I was there to help. I could only hope that she would understand and not drag us both down to the depths. Either she did, or her strength had fled her. She stopped thrashing, managing only to sink her fingers into my arm. I tried to gauge which embankment was closest to us, but there was only so much I could see through the curtains of water. The street lamps on one side, like birthday candles petering out, beckoned. It seemed impossible for her. <sighs> that, that was when I saw him, a tall figure, decked out in white, keeping pace as we were swept along by the surging waters. He, he seemed untouched by the rain and the situation, as if, as if he were on a casual morning stroll. In between ragged breaths, I, I called out for him. Help us! My hands had long gone numb, and it seemed that with every stroke, my grip on her was loosening. I was losing her, and I needed help, but he just shook his head, <laughs> smiled, and then he carried on. The anger fueled me. Twice more, I almost didn't come up for air. But the idea that someone could simply watch and do nothing enraged me. I simply refused to die without first giving him peace of my mind. My feet eventually found purchase with mud on and I pulled her to safety. He was mere feet away, and he still hadn't lifted a finger to help. I rolled her over on her side. I had to make sure she was still breathing. Then I collapsed on the back. My body was twitching like, like I was two days away from my last hit. Well done, he said as he sat down next to me. I could have died. She could have died. You could have done something. You should have done something. You had it under control. What more was there for me to do? You shit. You, you piece of you piece of shit. How long has it been since you last swam? It's been some time, hasn't it? I blinked. What? I'll tell you how long. It's been 12 years, 4 months, and 15 days. The last time you did so, it was the school district finals. The one you had just barely qualified for. The one you finished dead last in. It was the nerves, wasn't it? The same nerves which made you quit the team once the results were announced. You turned your back on your coach, your teammates, and you've never once stepped foot in a pool since, have you? I, I tried to focus on his face. His features were all, were all there, but something about them seemed slippery. I, I had a vague impression that the moment I closed my eyes, he, I, I, I would forget what he looked like. I... I had no choice. They kept the spot for me. Coach Marvin did because he believed I was ready. But I wasn't. It was the right thing to do. You may not have won any trophies that day, but you're not exactly empty-handed now, he said as he tilted his head towards the kid. <laughs> Don't be too harsh on yourself, Dylan. Treat yourself a little bit better, okay? 
the sirens finally drew nearer. And amidst the flashing lights, saw people rushing forwards with blankets. I tried to yell out that she was fine and that the worst was over, but it managed only the shakiest of waves. She coughed again, and the color started returning to her cheeks. When I turned back, he was gone. We hope you enjoyed that story brought to you by Rarely Funny. Yeah. And, um, yo. It's season two. It's season two. Get, wow. Welcome. Welcome, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm, we have a, we have, I'm really excited. We have a lot of changes that are Honestly, happening in season two. If you've not noticed a few already, we have a lot of changes. More than anything, I'm just glad to be back. Like, I'm glad I to be back, this. too. We took a little bit of hiatus. I relaxed. Uh, I moved. Was, well, actually, <laughs> I moved during the, uh, the, <laughs> the episode, the, the last episode. And then the you started planning your wedding during the and hiatus. Then I, have a, then I have a wedding that's coming up fast, so. So, we took a hiatus. We did not have yeah. um, we did not have a break. And what a perfect story to start off season two. This Something was exciting. It was exciting. I loved doing the sound design for all this. It was just like I always say, just atmosphere is my favorite part of doing the sound design. And I loved getting to play the figure in white. Yeah, and Josh, a- by the way, we need to really say thank you to Josh Mascara for you guys have heard his voice on this podcast multiple times. Um, he started off season one with the first ever tale, and now he's starting off season two. What an incredible job at, at voice acting. Honestly, what um, a performer. Class yeah, act. Really, really good. Really dramatic. And obviously, we want, we want to thank um, our storyteller as well, which we, we have an interview yeah. uh, that Mitchell... Got uh, to sit down yeah, with uh, to, Rarely Funny. With. So let's get right to that. We got a hold of you through Reddit as a Rarely Funny and brought you on to write a story for one of our prompts. It seemed kind of fitting because you do. I've noticed you post you do a lot of your posting on our writing prompts and... You do your Instagram through that as well. How long have you been posting on Reddit to, specifically for those stories? I think uh, I've been I've been on Reddit for about one and a half years. Uh, I'm ready, ready on uh, writing prompts and subreddit. Uh, over to Instagram about just beginning of this year. Yeah, that's a really uh, entertaining uh, Instagram. How so? You've done most of your stuff of integrating like topics into random stories. How did you go about integrating the three topics we gave you for this story? Because I was very intrigued by how you got these three in. Uh, so, so what I did was I tried, uh, I tried to storyboard and, and try to figure out how best uh, to approach it. I think at the end, um, you know, I, I kind of took a sleep on it, and then when I woke up, I had the beginnings of the story. And it's, it really just started off from the downpour, and, and then it just flowed from there. Nice, yeah, the downpour is definitely uh, the the pivotal one because I feel like the other two topics got integrated in so subtly that I that I almost missed them the first time that I read the story. I was like, oh, I don't see where the other one, the other topics are. And then on a reread through, I was like, oh, okay, I see those. Okay, that's really cool because most we've had some people who like literally like say the words of one of the topics, and other people will like imply them. Yours are like. Like, you have to almost think through a situation. Like, I want to talk about a specific part of the story that I love, and that's the uh, the figure in white on the shore, the one that kind of knows that the person was going to save the girl. Can Could you give me, could you give maybe listeners a little bit of insight for maybe people who didn't 
maybe didn't connect dots or think they didn't want confirmation. A little bit more about that figure in white. Sure. So, so I thought of it as, uh, and and where the figure in white goes is that you, you can really take different interpretations of it. Uh, one way you can take it is is this guy who has the ability to look, you know, both into the past and the future, and. And I thought I thought that tied it well with crystal ball, right? Because, yeah. Because for a crystal ball, uh, most people kind of see it as really just a window into the future. They kind of want to see where they want to go. Um, I thought it'd be pretty cool if this crystal ball gave you a look back as well, uh, and, and you know, it, it gives somebody a chance to really rethink where they got to in life and and uh, the choices they made up to them. Awesome. Yeah, I really, I, I enjoy that. I'm, I got it in the, on my second time looking through. I was like, oh, it's kind of like a fortune teller. I get it now. I got, I see how that is in there, and I really enjoyed that part of it. Um, so with going the, with that aspect of integrating the different prompts and uh, a lot of your stories and and the stuff that you've written specifically involves prompts. Do you do much writing? That what writing do you do that doesn't involve uh, having to use prompts given to you, or just not to say like free writing? But what are how much of that kind of writing do you do, and do you, what are some of the restrictions that you enjoy about either side of it? Because you seem to do a lot with prompts specifically. Yeah, so so what I've, I've been trying to do, actually I started off just trying to you know improve uh, at, at storytelling, and, and I think where I got to was uh, I kind of spent about 60 to 70% of my time on prompts, and about 30% of it just developing random stories. Uh, which you know just come by on my own. Uh, I, I've been trying to swing it more to a 50-50 kind of thing because uh, I realised that sometimes problems uh, they're pretty good, but the problem with, it, with them is that well, your audience has a certain expectation where the problem uh, will bring you, and uh, it's 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 kind of fun to really just go off on your own sometimes and you know just just uh, explore different stories and, and bring it on. Yeah, definitely. Um, for this story specifically, uh, one of the unique things that I found about it as compared to some of the other stories we've had on our podcast is not a lot of time passes in this story. It's a very short time space and a very intense story. It's very, it's it's someone, uh, it's a lot of action and a lot of uh, excitement. How did you, how do you go about specifically writing stories that stay intense throughout their entirety? Like, you're not, there. there's definitely a rising action, but everything throughout the story kind of has to stay intense from beginning to Oh, I found that actually quite uh, particularly challenging for this one. Um, I do remember some writing tips before where uh, you tend to be able to do action sequences with shorter, punchier sentences, and, and that was a bit of a challenge because I, I tend to do like a longer sentences where you know, we just get into the flow of the text. Um, so for this one, I actually did try to force myself to keep uh, the prose a bit more intense, a bit more short, and. And uh, it, was, it was quite uh, fun, I guess, at the end of it to, to have a plot point along the way and then try to squeeze everything in uh, with, within just a few paragraphs. But it, was, it was really quite fun. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed having to, getting to read a story that quick. It had to be short, but it had to also get so much into it. One of the things that stuck out was the main character's um, kind of twofold, both his determination to not fail based upon his past and then also his his anger for the figure and why on the shore that wasn't helping. Have you written a lot yeah. using anger and determination as like motivations for characters? Because that 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 seemed rather unique. You don't I don't feel like you see anger a lot as a main character's like reason for doing the right thing. Um, that, that's an interesting question actually. I, I didn't think of it that way, but now that you see it, it sounds pretty clear that he was kind of uh, angry at, at the guy on the shore. 
um, I do like to explore uh, feelings where uh, a lot of us typically have but we are not always conscious of. Um, you know, I, I guess I guess the way the stories go, we're, we're always seeing characters who fall in love, fall out of love. Um, this one though, I, I thought I would like to do a character who uh, has been angry and, and not just the character on the show but probably at himself, at himself for, for a pretty long time and uh, I thought that there was one way that you could see the story which was he, he was trying to set out to prove something and uh, you know he managed to do it at the end but only after the, the, the figure in white explained it to him mm-hmm. Alright, I have one last question for you about this and uh, it was just more of just an interesting one because I the age-old phrase of write what you know. I'm just curious. Have you ever had an experience where you almost drowned? We, you mentioned before we started the interview that you're that you're skiing in Australia right now. So maybe you're, I would imagine that means maybe you do other, like, I don't know, surfing or things like that of that nature. Have you ever almost drowned before? Uh, no, no, not myself. I I may sound sporty, but I'm very, very far away from it. So <laughs> no, I've I've never almost drowned myself. Well, you did a good job of capturing the sensation. It was definitely, definitely riveting. Um, is there anything, thank you, thank you. if you'd like to plug something, we definitely want to give you an opportunity to do that right now. If people can get more of what you, kind of your writing style and what you have to offer, where can they find it if they want to seek it out? Um, primarily, it's still written and Instagram at the moment. Um, I have an Instagram account, uh, Um I've been spending time between these two and exploring what different people want. It's interesting because I found that the audiences for Reddit are slightly different from the audience for Instagram. Uh, but but interestingly, everybody just enjoy a good story. So that's what I try to deliver each time. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's about it. Well, thank you so much for coming on Evergreen. It was an honor to have you start off our the first episode of our second season. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really happy about it. And once again, you can uh, check out Rarely Funny on the subreddit, Rarely Funny, or on his Instagram, rarelyfunny.writes. Easy, easy to remember. And if you want to hear more of the interview that I did with him, that was that was a good portion of it, but there's uh, quite a bit more, and you can find it on, on our, Patreon, our Patreon. On our Patreon. We did yeah. it, guys. We have one. We have one. So we're basically going to be doing extended interviews. That It's going to go a little bit more into the depth of the, the person who wrote the story, a little bit more into their creative process and their kind of their passion and where they got behind storytelling and so that's going to be one of the first things on our patreon there's also going to be access to uh, the evergreen discord server if you want to talk with us or talk with other fans about stories or interviews or topics that you guys like um, it gives you very quick access to just about everything including the other main perk of our of our patreon the off-week episodes oh yes a lot of, we we've gotten by far the most well, we get mostly positive feedback, but the only negative feedback we get so far has been people saying they miss when we were weekly. And quite frankly, right now, um, we're unable to do Evertales weekly, but we would totally love to get, give you guys some kind of entertainment, you know, once a week. And so for those who, um, you know, subscribe to our Patreon and, and you know, our patrons and they, they you know, do some money. Um, they will have an unlocked episode of a good old-fashioned McTalk between Rich and I. And these aren't uh, these aren't just pro- things that we're promising. Already, if you hopped onto our Patreon currently and uh, became a patron, you would immediately gain access to our first off-week episode, which is uh, Caleb and I finally sat down 
to talk about our thoughts about The Last Jedi and really the solo movie as well, just the current star, the frame of Star yeah. Wars. And also on the Patreon already is a couple of interviews. Uh, Josh Mascara actually has an interview because he was the first person to do an Evertale. Um, and so they go a little bit into the, that, depths of that. And then uh, Jeff Harris, who wrote the season one finale, Go Get Betty, he's also on the Patreon already as an extended interview. So definitely contribute and, and those were <laughs> very very fun interviews to yeah. do i think i think if anyone goes on and gives them a listen you'll get a kick out of it yeah. it was I, I definitely did yeah well moving on though we have to get ready for episode two of season two episode two so it's gonna be the topic role it's gonna be the wonderful topic role so uh yeah i mean well i guess they're really prompts but you know let's get right to it all right here we go 17 17 um a mouse trap, and that's actually given to us by A.J. Harris. Oh, hey, he did an episode in season one. Um, Perfect. 31. That is... Last Will and Testament. And that's by Jessica. Just Jessica. No last name. Oh, great. Jessica, whoever you are. Thank you. Thank you for Last Will and Testament. Um, and let me see one more time. 47. 47 is Rotten Sushi, and that one actually is by Mitchell. Oh. Mitch, I'm, I'm starting to sense that you are choosing all the topics in every story. Oh, well, I threw, a, I threw a prompt in there. <laughs> just I'm allowed to throw a prompt just, in there. Just joking. I um, am a fan of my yeah, own podcast. Yeah, and you podcast. know, actually, the, the guy who's going to be reading, actually writing this story for next time is going to be the one and only Varmint's podcast. So, phenomenal. Delightful. I don't, you know. Friends of the pod. They, 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 they. I interact with them all the time on Twitter. We are, yeah, we are good I, friends. I don't know how to hype it enough. It's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be great. It's and definitely go give Varmints a listen to. Prepare yourself. Yeah, Get yeah, yourself yeah, ready yeah. for this. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, and so, and if you do have actual uh, criticism of uh, my topics or my prompts, sorry, nobody on does. The list, uh, you can change that. You can add to our list. You can add to our, yes. our Evergreen yeah, you can Library. Add to the Evergreen Library, as it is. Um, and the best way to do that is to go to our website, uh, evergreencast.com, which we actually, it's officially up and running. It's live. Yeah. It's season so two, guys. So much happening. Head there. You'll find a ton of different news. You'll find a ton of different, just just a lot of, di- actually, daily stuff. Mitch, t- tell them about the stuff that you're I, doing so daily. If you hop onto the evergreencast.com now, uh, every single morning, I will be posting something called the Story Corner Commute, where I will write a... A short little like 200 300 word recommendation of a story audio normally just an audio story that you can listen to on your commute well maybe, better be audio yeah maybe <laughs> they're gonna be on maybe the commute. true hey you might be <laughs> like on video you might be on muni or bart um if you so if you got a nice little short commute and maybe it'll be an episode of a podcast that i like maybe it will be an album that i think tells a good story maybe i maybe i'll throw a little interview in that i think uh, a guest tells a great story to an interviewer Either way, it'll be something for you to listen to just on your way to work in the morning, because I think everyone could use a little bit of entertainment. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And then, as always, these have not changed. If you want to get a hold of us any other way, you can jump on Twitter, jump on Instagram. We're there at evergreencast. And you can email us at evergreencast at gmail.com. So if you hop onto the website, you fire a prompt at us, you think it's great, you want to tell us how great you think it is? Hop on Twitter, talk to us. We'll be like, yeah, dude, that's great, and we'll, yeah. I mean, we'll be there. Yeah, I'm super, I'm, I'm super, super stoked. Um, so anyway, 
Um, a lot of fun stuff this season. You know, I, I don't know if you guys noticed the new theme song. Um, I don't know. Well, probably did. I don't know if you guys noticed the new uh, cover art. Uh, by the way, we'll just give a shout out to Levi Pruitt. He's at um, Instagram at Levitso. Um, basically, he is, well, my brother, but he's also, <laughs> he's a, he's a very, very good artist. Um, he did the cover art for us and it's phenomenal as well as the logo. It blows my um, mind. I want it tattooed on my body. It's gorgeous. All right. Well, so I, I mean, and I actually, uh, got to the lovely privilege of writing the new theme song, which I think is going to get stuck in your guys' heads sooner or later. Um, you know, before we go, uh, I just wanted to kind of mention a little nice thing that someone said about us on the uh, podcast Oh, app. did someone leave us a review? Yeah, we actually have uh, a few reviews so far, but I, I think I want to kind of start reading some new ones. So yeah, why if, you, not? if you guys want to leave a review on the the iTunes, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts app, we'll totally read them out here. So Yeah, please. It helps It helps oh, it get this more one's publicity. So nice. It helps people listen to it more. This and, one yeah. is so freaking Oh, what nice. did they say? They gave us five stars. Oh. My favorite podcast, they said. This is by... Um, Mo- Moelness. I, I can't, I can't. Well, I'm never going to get it right, so I'm not even going to uh, try. Just what I need on my breaks or commute. Every episode transports me to another world where I find myself immersed in narrative and sound design. The 10 to 15 minute stories always lend me a new perspective in the midst of the daily monotony. Monotony. <laughs> monotony? Thanks, Evergreen. Well, we want to thank you uh, for leaving that lovely, lovely review. And those things really, really do help. The algorithm that Apple Podcasts use is heavily, um, they, they, they heavily praise people that have a lot of reviews. So we're going to get more um, uh, sightings from people the more reviews we get. So that's always appreciated. So thank, thank you, you guys so much. Thank you, Moelness. Uh, um, but yeah, so... We Season hope, two. We there hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you enjoy the next one. This and the next one. I'm very frazzled. And the next right one. Now. I'm very frazzled. And the next one. We are in a very I'm hot very studio. Very frazzled. We new might, studio, by the way. New studio. We have a new recording location. I should yeah. say. We have a um, new studio. The studio also just happens to be about 85 degrees right now. 85 degrees right now. It's also. I want to die. Like 1 a.m. But that being said, enjoy your week. In fact, enjoy your two weeks, unless you're a patron. Then you can enjoy your week, and we'll hear you next week. All right, that was Run On Sentence. That was the first episode of Season 2 of Evergreen, where our stories never go out of season. Anyone can write a story.